I am Diamond Miller, right? But you are dot, 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 whatever the case may be. I don't want you to be me. Like, I, yes, take some of my moves, take some of my skills, but you are unique. So be unique. Like, don't be me, be better than me or be you. Just, you're on this world. You're in this world for a reason, for a purpose. You have different talents than I do. So show it and shine by who you are and not by what someone else is. Be yourself. Hey, everybody. Hannah Donnelly here for another episode of On Her Mark WNBA edition. We've got a rookie on the show today. Second overall pick, Diamond Miller. And let me tell you, she is ready to shine bright for the Minnesota Lynx. I spoke with Diamond as she was getting settled into Minnesota ahead of training camp, and we talked about hearing her name called that night, what it was like to be surrounded by her parents and her siblings. We also talk about where her dream of the WNBA and competitive nature were born from. She reflects also on her junior year knee injury and the bounce back journey, specifically how she tackled it mentally and carries that with her now. And it was fun to talk about this. Diamond is one of the kids that got to grow up watching the W. So she now knows the responsibility and privilege it is to be a role model to younger athletes. And so she dishes her best advice. So if you have young ones, tune in for that. Diamond is known for her confidence, but also her pursuit of greatness. So it will be really fun to see how she finds her role with the Minnesota Lynx this season. But for now, enjoy my chat with Diamond Miller. Diamond, welcome to the podcast and congratulations. This is a this is a big year for you. Yes, thank you. Number two, did you like what was going through your mind on draft night? I mean, overall, emotionally wise, it was just really like crazy, surreal, had butterflies, just happiness, a lot of love and joy from the family, from the people around me as well. So it was just a really good moment in my life. And obviously sitting at the table is just so much nerves. Absolutely. And you had your family there, which I'm sure was, was helpful. Was that helpful to like calm the nerves or did it, did it exasperate them? I think it helped. I mean, I, I was with the people who were there for me from the beginning. So it was just cool. I just remember when, before my name was about to call and Minnesota was on the clock, I, my sister was in the standing room area, but she was like basically sitting with me. And I remember I turned to my sisters. I was like, I'm nervous. And they were like, we now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was definitely crazy. But yeah, just having that moment with them was extremely meaningful. When you found out Minnesota, Minnesota, like the reputation they have so what was going through your mind when you learned that you're going to go play where some of the greatest players have played yeah no I thought was really cool I mean uh literally when we're working out now I see Silvio Fowles and it's just so normal and she acts so normal I'm like no you're Sylvia Fowles like <laughs> I idolize you guys like it's so crazy but like um, honestly, the history speaks for itself, and I'm just happy to be a part of the new history. Mm-hmm. And I think learning, like the coach itself, like I'm going to learn a lot from her. So I knew coming here would be a great experience for me to develop as a player because I'm going to get pushed, and it's going to be really hard, and it's going to be fun at the same time. So I just think for development wise and like for experiences, this was the best team for me. So I'm actually extremely grateful to be drafted here. 
it's such a unique opportunity coming in this year to this to this franchise because it's like you said, the start of a new era, almost like the, the legacy will always be there. Um, but the first season without Sylvia, without Maya, there's an opportunity here for you to come in immediately and make an impact. So how will you do that? Like how, what are you focused on, um, with training camp around the corner? Yeah, I'm just focused taking it day by day. I mean, um, and just learning from the people who are in front of me right now. So the vets are doing a really good job of just learning the plays and making sure I understand things, ask a lot of questions and stuff like that. So making sure that I feel comfortable. And that's the one thing I'm going to try to do is just make sure I feel comfortable and be comfortable being uncomfortable too, because I'm such in a new environment and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm just enjoying it day by day and I'm just going to tackle it day by day as well. So all of this like screams to me, work ethic, work ethic, work ethic, work yeah. ethic, which I know is something that so many of your coaches have mentioned, uh, before. And it's something that you have this confidence when you play, but you also have this extreme desire to get better. So how do you balance the two of those to be successful and to not let the, the confidence get too high and the drive to, to improve, get you low? Well, I just always think for me, the reason why I have so much confidence is because of my preparation. So I know if I continue to prepare myself in a ways to be confident, then they go hand in hand. When I don't feel prepared, that's when confidence gets a little iffy. So just making sure I stay um, prepared and getting my reps in and like you said, develop. Cause there's gonna be some times where I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> but I'm just going to enjoy those moments and grow from them as well. And every day, and I love sports because every day you have a chance to learn something new. So I'm just going to be a sponge. So, so far you've, you've interacted with some of the vets um, on the team. Has there been something that stood out to you? Like, what have you learned? What's the biggest lesson so far you've learned? Um, honestly, they've been very sweet. I mean, I'm a little hard on myself and sometimes when I miss something or like, I know I can make it and I miss, they're like, you're good. I'm like, no, I can make that. They're like, yeah, we know, but you're still good. And it's like, give me a lot of reinsurance. So honestly, they're doing a really good job as being vets. I mean, they're really nice, mm -hmm. which is a plus. And uh, <laughs> I think honestly, right now, since we're guys are really chill, I think we're going to figure out uh, there, I'm going to learn a lot more from them, especially, uh, during training camp and stuff like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and so let's go back to your family here because I know your dad coached you growing up, you played with your sister. Um, how did they help shape you into, into the player that you are now? Um, I think they just taught me to be competitive. I mean, I was on the team with my sister and we were battling. <laughs> it's just that like nobody wanted to be in last place in the sense of the family. So I think we've just constantly battled each other. And my dad was just a, a great mentor for like all my siblings, just because he taught us from the very beginning what what it means to have a basketball in our hands. And mm -hmm. I think from his passion kind of grew on all of us. And that's why we're a family dynamic is all sports just because of my dad. Mm -hmm. And so do you guys, when you're home, do you guys play one-on-one -on -one and yeah. go at it? Uh, honestly, one of my sisters has a kid and then my other one lives in New York. So the one-on-ones have died down. Me and my brother will still constantly play, of course, but like 
I'm waiting to get all of us back in there and playing one on one. It's so much fun when it's all of us. But right now, I've just been playing my little brother. But yeah, it's still very competitive. That's amazing. That's amazing. And it's probably super cool for him to look up to you and say, My big sister is yeah, a I WNBA player. I wonder if he actually looks up to me or not. But I do see. <laughs> No, but I do see him wearing my, uh, I just recently packed all my stuff back from Maryland and um, is in my parents' house now. And I see him using some of my old shoes. So I think that's kind of cool. I'm like, oh, he does care. and He does love me. The guys sometimes have a different way of showing it, right? Yeah, he's definitely <laughs> showing it by digging in my stuff to steal my goodies. <laughs> hey, whatever it takes. What it, you'll yeah. take, what, take what I'm you can get. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so when you look ahead to this season and I know that playing in the W, um, well, I'm assuming I should, let me, let me back up a second. When did the playing in the W become a dream for you? Um, I always thought about it and I always was like, I want to play in a W, but I didn't know what it took. And I remember freshman year, I had an okay season and I watched some of my teammates go professional. I'm like, I think I could do this. Mm -hmm. I wanted to give myself uh, myself a fair shot. So I told myself, I was just going to work extremely hard. Mm -hmm. And whatever happens, happens. You Obviously, you never know the future. But I knew I was going to put my best foot forward into determining what my future could be. So, yeah, I just told myself to work hard and I'm going to get better. And that that motivation kind of helped me. Yeah. That's great. Okay. So, so you did have this dream from early on yeah, to, to yeah, play in the exactly. W you're going, you're here now. Um, the season is just around the corner, but when you look back, cause the, the transition and in, in so many players talk about this is that you go from your college team <laughs> to your professional team so quickly. What are you most look, what are you going to miss the most about college hoops? Honestly, I don't know yet, like, because I'm still trying to figure out certain things, but I do know my teammates from uh, college are still my teammates now. I literally was just on the phone with Lav, and I'm going to continue to be their teammate, even though I'm not there anymore. I'm just going to, I'm in a different location mm-hmm. where we're still friends. I mean, that's one thing about college. You make long time, a long-term friends and yeah, those are my broskies. So I don't think anything, nothing has really changed since the transition. It's just now that I'm in Minnesota and they're in Maryland. That's it. What about, what did you learn from, from your college teammates that you want to bring with you to Minnesota? Yeah. I think I'm just going to bring like the same thing I've been doing, just hard work. Mm-hmm. I mean, and bringing that passion to the game again, I just want to continue to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they drafted me for a reason. So I'm not going to change who I am and whatever my role may be, I'm still going to be the same person in that role, no matter what. I love to hear you say that because every vet that I've talked to says their best piece of advice to the rookies is be yourself. So you're, you're one step ahead of everyone. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you just have to, it's a new transition, but, and there's a lot of change. I know that, but one thing that I don't want to change is stuff that's going on within me. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to stay positive no matter the situation and just continue to be confident in who I am. And so you mentioned earlier preparation and that helps give you the confidence that you need. So what does preparation look like for you? Is it physical, like physically and mentally, um, 
do you, are you one of the players who like the scouting report you sit down and you're memorizing in your study? No, no, okay. no. <laughs> I'm more like um, for preparation, obviously it depends on where you are at in the season, but right now, uh, I guess it's preseason again, it's training camp. So training camp is really grueling. I heard it's day after day. Like you're working out really hard for two to three hours a day, whatever the case may be. And yeah, it's physical, but that's extremely mental as well. I mean, what if you have a bad session? What are you going to do the next day? You do, Are you going to have another bad session or are you going to bounce back or whatever the case may be? So yeah, just make, making sure I stay mentally strong. And I know it's going to be sometimes where I feel fatigued. Am I going to let that get to me and stuff like that? Just certain things like that. So physically, I feel like I'm there. Like, I feel like I'm in good shape, but who knows? I might be gassed. I don't know. But um, yeah, you know, I just, this is my first time. I really can't say too much, but I'm just trying to prepare myself for the unexpected. In in college and in high school, to ment- to stay mentally prepared, what do you do? Um, What do you do to like step away from basketball? Like does stepping away from it, not thinking about it, help you show up better the next day? I think it does. I mean, um, certain things that I do is just like watch Netflix on the phone with my friends and family. Mm -hmm. Um, Just sometimes I go on walks. I guess like, especially out here, like I'm living by myself now. So I'm just like, "Hmm, let's just walk to CVS. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Things out here, you know, just exploring. So I think that Mm -hmm. helps me. I like to do words of affirmations. I feel like that's extremely important to me. So I just love talking to myself and talking to myself in a positive way, no matter the situation. If I have a bad day, you know, you're still a dog. <laughs> just certain things like that. Like, where's the affirmation or like, you're fearless. And honestly, I got these bracelets that really helped me. The words of affirmation. I don't want to say too much because they're not sponsored by I'm not sponsored by them yet so but yeah these bracelets are really helpful as well and I do tattoos and stuff like that or right on my hand just certain things to keep me motivated keep me loving and stuff like that where did that where did you learn that was that from did you see someone doing it honestly I learned that from my like experience uh with my injury I was just talking really bad to myself during that time I didn't give myself any credit for what I was going through. And like, every time I play bad, I'm like, you suck. Like, that's terrible. Like people are already thinking that you don't want to put that in your own thoughts. You know what I'm saying? So that of my, me getting injured was definitely a learning curve on how to still be positive, even when the situation isn't so positive. So. And is this injury that you're talking about that your junior year yeah. in Maryland and your, your fra- fractured knee, right? Yeah. That you played through, might I? <laughs> was this was that the first time that you had really experienced injury to that yeah, extreme? Yeah, so it was the first time and first time I needed surgery too. So it was just a lot of first of unfortunate stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say I handled that situation the best because I don't think I did, but I didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my first time and nobody really tells you the keys to how to be successful after an injury. You just see some people just do it. You're like, wow, they tore their ACL. Look at them. They just look, act like they didn't go through anything. But honestly, you don't know how everybody struggles, obviously, but it was a little hard for me. And I'm going to admit that. But I definitely learned a lot from that transition. And I'm happy I did. 
there you're so right like no one tells you like this is how to like yeah. successfully get injured I wish there was a guidebook, honestly but even that guidebook would be totally wrong because it varies from different person and like sometimes yeah. injuries hurt people more like it hurts and they yeah. feel it some people get injured and they're like it's okay I'll be right. back and other people are like down bad for months so it just depends and I think the way that you came back from that for your senior year and I think even having that experience I'm sure will help you now right because there is some not that you know knock on wood and that we want a healthy everything but if there's experience and something come like wisdom comes with experience right um mm -hmm. and so you know, you, you, you came back from that, you learned lessons, you words of affirmation are, are a positive. How do you define yourself outside of basketball? Like what, who is diamond, the, the human? I think diamond is very funny, very outgoing, very loving, easy to talk to. And someone who just tries to be there present, like just tries to be there. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I just feel like I just try to be that person that if you ever need to talk to, I'm there, mostly in person. Like, I just try to be present in real life. And I stay off social media, which is good and bad nowadays. <laughs> but yeah, I just try to stay true to myself and like, just very loving. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, talking about social media and college hoops, what's your take on the NI on NIL? Is it a positive? Oh. Yes, absolutely. If you can make money off your likeness, why not? I mean, these uh, universities have been making money off ch uh, of athletes for years. So the fact that we're just getting what the percentage back is so amazing. It's really good. Mm -hmm. And make cash while you're in college. That's Talk to me about how you, you know, young girls look up to you and they say, I want to be like you, Diamond. They say, I watch you and I go home and practice. Um, do you recognize your role? I mean, I'm sorry. Do you recognize your, um, yeah, your role as a role model for them? Um, I definitely recognized it. Um, like when I went to like basketball games and after the basketball games, little girls are literally screaming and stuff like that. But yeah, to say that a little girl, is literally saying I want to be the next diamond is really crazy. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't think that day to day, but I just like, I guess that's my goal in life is to impact the next generation. So to be better than me or to do something better than what anybody has done yet. So if you can continue to inspire the next generation, I think that's the goal. If they were to ask you what what is one thing that they can do to emulate you? Um, so one thing that they could do, whether they're in middle school or high school to help their basketball career, um, what would you tell them? Um, I would tell them to be their self because I am Diamond Miller, right? But you are dot, 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 whatever the case may be. I don't want you to be me. Like I, yes, take some of my moves, take some of my skills, but you are unique. So be unique. Like, don't be me, be better than me or be you just you're on this world you're in this world for a reason for a purpose you have different talents than I do so show it and shine by who you are and not by what someone else is be yourself what would you tell 10 year old diamond 
I would tell 10 year, 10 year old Diamond that you are amazing. Um, you've gone through a lot of stuff that you didn't expect, but as 10 year old, when you're 10, you're just mad that you have to do homework. <laughs> yeah. And when you're in college, you're going to go through a lot of stuff, but you get through it mm-hmm. and live to have your dream job. So it all works out in the end. Who are you going to text? So first game of the season, you're back in the locker room. Who is the first person that you're going to text? Honestly, they might be at that game, but <laughs> if there no, if none of my family and friends are there, I definitely would be by my mom and dad. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm going to call them right away because I know they're going to be tuned in. My sisters will be next. Yeah, everybody. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. I I just like loved seeing your family's emotion around it because it just, I think it it shows who you are to them. And that is something that, you know, we don't all get to see, right? Like we don't know the 21 years that led up to the, here and, and they do. So that's, that's really special to have that. Um, what will success look like for you this season? Success will just be being myself. Like mm-hmm. I literally just want to have fun out there. And I want to feel like I'm having fun because when I'm having fun, that's the best version of me. So, yeah. And also get a better. I do want to get better. I mean, uh, I'm going to have a lot of growing to do. Obviously, this is just the beginning of my career, which is so exciting because I feel like the sky's the limit for me. So the starting ground and I just want to keep developing and growing to the best player I could possibly be. So I'm really excited, honestly. I love that. You mentioned Sylvia off the top of being someone that you was, has now become a normal. So who, I mean, this is something that you've watched the WNBA. Who are you like most excited to play against? I think like the Liberty, just to see Brianna Stewart, um, JJ and Sabrina on one team. And I'm like, we got to beat these girls. This should be really <laughs> fun. <laughs> I'm definitely really excited though. I mean, they're really talented, so it should be a lot of fun. It's going to be, I'm, I'm really excited to see. I mean, all of your draft class was, is talented too. Yeah. So to see, to see the impact that you guys are all going to make. And I think the expectation, um, for a lot of you guys was that there was immediate impact. It wasn't just join, come join the team. And like, we'll see where it goes. <laughs> it was, you're all where you are for, for a reason. Does pressure get to you or do you use that as fuel? I mean, we're rookies. Like, I don't think we have the pressure. Like <laughs> we just have to go out and have fun. I feel like the vets have more of the pressure because they've been there the longer time. They know the game. We are just, kids in a candy shop right now. So I don't think there is any pressure. You just have to go out there and have fun. So my final question for you, Diamond, is that uh, you kind of mentioned this earlier, but I ask everyone on days that are tough, what's your mantra to get you through? Uh, Words of affirmation and just remember that it doesn't rain forever. Amazing. Well, Diamond, congratulations on, on being drafted, on being a WNBA player. Good luck this season. We're, we're excited to watch you, um, and I appreciate you taking the time today. Thank you.
and Diamond won't have to wait long to meet Brianna Stewart, JJ, and Sabrina on the court. The Lynx face the New York Liberty in their first regular season game Friday, May 19th. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in again today. Remember, you can listen to more player conversations right here on the podcast platform or go online and watch them on the NBC Sports Boston YouTube page. That does it for me. I'll catch you guys next time.